Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. We are on episode 69 this week. Nice. And we are talking about Edinburgh. Even nicer. Anyway, stick around if you want any more. Welcome back for another week, Dad. Oh, um, thank you. You were away last weekend. You're here this weekend. Oh, yes, I was away last weekend. Yes, I was away uh, doing my other job as a decorator of nurseries. Uh, yeah, for your eldest sister. Yes, did it we was, talk about in the last episode that you were going to be going there to do I that? I don't know if we did or not, but obviously, uh, well, I went up there last weekend. We're trying to get things sorted for. Oh no, because we mentioned about it could be maybe this month, but yeah, yeah. So a little bit challenging to be honest, because it was like um, it's like paper in the crooked house for yeah. a start, because none of the walls were the same size. Um, the wallpaper was patterned, so you had to match it all up. Uh, rather bizarrely, as you unrolled the the wallpaper, what would you expect as you unroll it? You unroll it to paste it. You'd expect the bit that's the end bit would be the top, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah, so you could go, roll the paper down and cut mm, it to size. Not the case. It was the bottom. So what you had to do is you had to... Um, Hold it up? Yeah, kind of hold it up and, and guess. It. And then obviously it was a lot of ways. Oh, I did get rather cross with it a number of times. And unfortunately, before I finished, I ran out of paper. I was going to say, did you get it done? No. But if you just look at one side of the room, it looks really nice. Which um, happens to be the side of the room that Annie's posted on her Instagram, which is helpful, isn't it? Oh, is it? Actually, yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. There, there, there she's been she's kind to me on that one. the other side. Yes, yeah, so that was I last weekend. I spent a whole weekend doing quite that. quite done. I think we worked out that I was in that box room for about 13 and a half hours. <sighs> you thought you'd done decorating with all your kids, didn't you? Yeah, not anymore. It's just going to go on to the next level, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, you're yeah. going to be called in to help rather than actually I will be, be as living a specialist. There. I wouldn't mind, but I'm not a, a decorator. I have done it no, in this house. No, but you have got a plumb bob. I have got a plumb bob. Um, and which was your dad's. All the bit, yeah, which was my dad's. Uh, but I have got all the bits and pieces, and I do decorate, but I am not a professional decorator. So I do it as best as I can. Bodge up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, but that's best you can. It, it it gets by, doesn't it? I'm looking around this room, and I know it was a mixture of 
me and you oh, in yeah, this yeah, room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did quite a lot of this room. But when it comes to the wallpaper, that was already there and you did that years ago. Yes. So Still up. I think we sign. did a pretty good job in this room. Yeah, it don't look too bad, does it? The lines on the uh, on the paintwork, I thought was, I was pretty happy with. Oh, oh, yes, yes. That was you, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it might be. But um, the shelves aren't screwed on. <laughs> <laughs> no, the shelf, shelf directly by me. Yeah, it's see, this is the on. problem with me: is I really put a lot of effort into doing stuff, but I do. It's like getting the Chuckle Brothers in to do it. I do kind of get bored and don't finish things off. And that shelf is a classic example where it's not actually screwed to the bracket. It's screwed to the wall. Them. Like the bracket screwed the to the wall, but in the wall, it's sitting but on top it's of sitting the, on top. Well, it's all right. It's so I've knocked there. it a couple times and it slid down. Has it? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay, don't knock it then. Yeah. Don't try and do it's that. It's got a soundbar on top of it as well. But I That's meant to be attached to the wall, the soundbar, isn't it? It is as well, yes, and that isn't. The thing with this wallpaper was, this wallpaper didn't have a pattern on it, but it was done in the right way. Now, I might, I might be wrong. Perhaps patterned wallpaper or theme sort of stuff on it I mean, it does is come out lining like. paper and it does overlap and it's not meant to do that. No, look, don't look too close. <laughs> I think that's the best thing. If you're going to walk into a room that I've done anything with, just... Kind of take that's your glasses why I'm, that's off. Why I'm going to put a fish tank there or to cover up that line? <laughs> but that paper—that's ridiculous. It, it, it's like it's like having a sausage roll where the meat's on the outside and the pastry's on Could the inside. Could this be a thing, though? What a pastry roll with sausage. or just a rolly sausage? A rolly sausage with a, Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, other than that. Oh, I've got. A, there's something is waving your finger at me. Off topic, but obviously we had a. Are you uh, saying sorry? Are you saying the wallpapering was on topic? No, it wasn't on Edinburgh. topic really. Anyway, but we're going to talk about Edinburgh. I'll get to Edinburgh. But I had by kind of the TV was on a particular channel. Which TV? Uh, in one. my bedroom. Oh yeah, right. And. Unfortunately, I wasn't out of the room and it obviously moved on to this program and I'd presumed when mum came up that she'd started watching this program. So I actually sat through it for some time thinking, what on earth is this? And then realised that she thought I'd put it on and I thought she'd put it on, so I turned it over. Basically, it was another sort of... Um, I mean, we we talked about on the run and we've Sorry, done a version. Idiots, both sitting in the room. Yeah, I know. But, um, we've done the on the run thing in a recent episode, and that was based on uh, Hunted. Yeah. Um, but you can see how that goes. This will definitely not be one that we do. Uh, I think it's it's called Build a Bridge, and I, I think like this build is a bear. A, it's like Build a Bear, but it's a bridge. So, but I think the first one was somewhere in this country, but the second one is in. Thailand or something like that. So quite exotic like on an island, but it's like basically a group of people from all different backgrounds. Um, I know what you're talking about. And there's two teams and they've got to build a bridge. They've got all the... They're supposed to have all the, Those the buoyant stuff. Those yeah, boxes. But they have to find them, but they have to work together, but they've got a manual to do it. But, I mean, it's a social experiment again. Now... If I want, I used to go on training courses as management training courses where they'd say, oh, you have to build a raft or you have to build this or all of you together. And it's just to show teamwork. This was just awful. Was it? It was awful, awful TV. I don't know how these people get these things recommissioned for a second series. It must have cost them a fortune to take more out there. I didn't like any of the people on it. I reckon it was because um, the Grand Tour did that. 
did they? Yeah, they had those buoyant kind of things, and they yeah, but built that was a quite bridge. Funny. They had to people Scottish in there had personality, and they had to there drive the cars across it. it. There was a couple of reasons, and these people had to walk across it. Now I didn't get as far as I think they'd only done one section, and that wasn't going to work because they put it in the water and it sunk. But right. um, it just—it's everything that I don't like about TV. So. We won't do that. That's, if that's quite dramatic, I mean. that, yeah, I think. But it is, it is. It was just... All, you've been watching a bit of TV as well, though, haven't you? Um, yeah. And you started watching... What's, oh, what's, uh, Who's Your Dad or something? Oh, How I Met Your Father. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Your Dad? Yeah, you, you, that weren't much cop either, was it? Um, it's okay. It's it's not... It's like... um. It's like a lot of American TV, to be honest, and this isn't to be too horrible about American TV, but the humour can be a bit basic at times. Well, How and, I Met um, Your and fa- How uh, I Met Your Mother was good. Was really funny. How I Met Your Mother was good. Um, although again, it, it's similar at times. But How I Met Your Mother was really good. How I Met Your Father, I don't know, just felt like it was too much of a push, um, in certain ways to be funny, but I still got really drawn into it. And I still ended up watching the entire series, and I still enjoyed it. But I, I wouldn't say it, it was really good. Who's your dad? Because then people wouldn't have had uh, such high expectations for it. Because if people watch How I Met Your Mother, it's really, really funny. They go and watch that thinking it's going to be as funny because it relates to it. If they just called it Who's Your Dad, they wouldn't have even thought of it, and they'd have watched it. I wouldn't it. say it's as funny as How I Met Your Father. Um, How I Met Your Mother, sorry. Uh, it's good, but it's not. I enjoyed it, but it's not really, really, really good. Not really, really, really good. Oh, yeah. we'll give that a miss then as well. No, you can watch it. No, no, I really don't want to. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> you didn't watch How I Met Your Mother, though, did you? Either? I did watch some of it, yeah. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, but you haven't watched all of it. No, That's I haven't watched point. all of it. I don't need to. I roughly know what happens. Um, right. You know what I'm like with these things. I want certain people to well, get not being funny, together Dad. with certain people, and you they watched... end up doing it. Spoilers, but they end up doing much like I want them to do in the end. And all the journey to that, some of it I don't quite enjoy, some of it I do. Right, that's television though, isn't it? But I'm not being funny, you watch documentaries. Yes. Yeah, and you kind of know what happens. I'm not being funny, you, you might watch a documentary about the Big Bang. You yeah. know what happens. Life, what? Ex- life, things come to life and yeah. universe expands. But a documentary is completely different to sort of a sitcom or... or a but the point being is you know what's going to happen, so what's the point of watching it? Oh, to find out more about what's going on. Exactly. Happen. So maybe you watch How I Met Your Mother because you want to find out more about what happens throughout the series. All right, all right. Okay. And that's our TV review of the week. And on to our subject matter. We haven't even spoken about the pizza oven. Oh, you got a pizza oven, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent. It does look quite cool, actually. Yeah. Hopefully by the next to episode we would have actually... Had, uh, had some pizza. Had some pizza from it, yeah. Are we going to do like we did with the chimney? Chimney? Is yeah, it called chimney? To see what we could burn in it. No, I get I, the feeling not because you bought it. This one's more food related. Like the, with the chimney, we just used to. We used will to put food in there. Yeah, no, yeah, but we didn't then eat it. <laughs> no, just to see what would. Yeah, what up. burns and stuff like yeah. that. But when it comes to this, this will be used for eating. So if I put something in there that isn't edible and it causes problems. Fair play. And I've got to clean it up yeah, as well. That's I don't have to clean up the well. chimney. No, you didn't, no. Well, you didn't really either, did you? No. You didn't even scrape out the uh, ash from the bottom a lot of the time. Well, what's the point? <laughs> you only get more it was ash. Used to the base, it. wasn't it? Yeah, I used it. Yeah, they always said put sand at the bottom, but we never did. We, we just never put, put that. No, fire what's the point of that? Eh? <laughs> right. Anyway, Edinburgh. Right. 
We two weeks the ago. Scottish capital. Capital. Oh dear. Um, let's, we're going to upset a lot of people yeah. by doing this. Look, I'm going to say straight off. We were up there two weeks ago. I absolutely love Edinburgh. It's it's a beautiful place. Um, I've been up there for various different reasons. Uh, work, rest, and play, sort of thing, and it. It just is. I like cities anyway, and we you talk were there about for your London. honeymoon, weren't you? Well, okay. So the first time I ever went to Edinburgh was I went up there for my honeymoon, but we were in. Oh, was that actually the first time you'd been? Yes, that was in Aber- We stayed in Aberdeenshire, and then the last two nights, because we flew in and out of Edinburgh, the last two nights we spent in Edinburgh. Now I don't remember a huge amount of that. Apart from the fact we did go to the How castle. How drunk were you? No, no, no. It was nothing <laughs> like that. It's just I, I remember the rest of the honeymoon, like where we were in, because we stayed in a castle, we went up to the highlands and everything like that. It was beautiful. I don't remember a huge amount about Edinburgh, apart from going to the castle and doing some bits and pieces, because it was right at the end of the a week and we were shattered and everything. Anyway, then I started going up there for work. Used to stay in Edinburgh, go off to Dunfermline. Um, but I loved it and even though I was up there a lot of the time on my own I used to really really enjoy just walking around never got tired of it and then we started running up there and doing the uh, marathon no, sorry, weekends we didn't run up there we went up there oh, we and went then up ran. there and done the runs it's quite a long way to run um, which we you know we'll we'll go on to but we, which I love I mean this is probably a couple of weeks ago we went up there for the third time obviously we, everything stopped for COVID but um I think that was my third time going up there and, and running. Uh, but we all did it as a family and it was great fun. It is a lot of fun, Edinburgh. I really do enjoy it. It's really beautiful. Um, in fact, we've actually been quite lucky. Well, last time it was quite lucky with the weather. It didn't yeah. really rain when we were there. It has really rained when we've been there before, though. Um, but even then, when it rains and it gets moody, it kind of adds to the... Oh, I just the think scene. it's an incredible The bricks, city. even though some of them are dirty, they that kind of adds the aesthetic. Yeah. It's almost like a, um, it's a really tall city and everything doesn't look tall, if you know what I mean. Like there's five story buildings that look like they're three story from one se- from one angle, but you go down a hill and all of a sudden they're five stories. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, it's got Harry Potter like things. Like, Obviously, um, yeah. Yeah, because it's based on it. But like, it feels like you're in almost a fantasy thing. My big problem with it, though, too many hills. Tone them yeah. down a bit, especially after you've done a run. There are a lot of hills and some rather uh, brutal ones at that as well. Um, but I'll tell you what, just to get us going on there, I'll read out what the basically what the description of Edinburgh is, what they talk about Edinburgh. Just capital letters H-I-L-L. Edinburgh is Scotland's compact hilly capital. Catapult. <laughs> it, I'll, I'll refer- now, what did we say earlier today when people were picking each other up on their uh, to pronounce things and all the rest of it? And you're straight in to criticise me. Edinburgh is Scotland's Good compact job. hilly capital. It has a medieval old town and elegant Georgian new town with gardens and neoclassical buildings. Looming over the city is Edinburgh Castle, home to Scotland's crown jewels. And the Stone of Destiny, I thought that was excellent, used in the coronation of Scottish rulers. Arthur's seat is an imposing peak in Holyrood Park with sweeping views and Calton Hill is topped with monuments and memorials. The city actually owes the beauty of its landscape to the most recent ice age, the uh, 
obvious tail feature from Castle Rock to Holyrood, the edge of the Royal Mile, Mile, sorry, and the deep valleys on either side of Cowgate You're obsessed and with real mail, these. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all formed thanks to the miles of moving ice sheets that shape them. And that's the, the, the scenery is just special. I mean, on our races, we run round Arthur's seat for, on the Saturday, and then on the Sunday, we run out from the centre of Edinburgh, through Edinburgh, and out to the coast. And, there. and it's just breathtaking, some of it. And obviously we don't, when we're up there running, we don't tend to go and see the sites as such. No, we, we do go have to a wander around. We go see the different Italian restaurants that sell pasta. And to the, the local Sainsbury's locals and Tesco's and get loads of bits and pieces in. But it, I just like, I love the feel of the place. Um, I will continue to go up there and run, but I would love to go up there and do a little bit more exploring as well. Do in, you uh, think? Yes. Because Arthur's seat is yeah. at Holyrood. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they should get a Holyrood sign? Well, the big white one with Holyrood on it. Because it's got a similar aesthetic what, like to being a, being a huge hill. Yeah, like yeah. Basildon's one. Not I like c- Hollywood. I can't... But Basildon. I cannot... Yeah. I cannot think that it would spoil it. No. I think it could only enhance the beauty. Have you been to the top of Arthur's seat? No. No, no, no I have. I think that we went there when, when we went on a honeymoon, and I'll have to fact-check this with Mum. But I think we probably did climb up there. Um, I've always imagined that it's just got like a little dining chair up there. A little seat. A dining just chair. Just one seat. One, yeah. not even like a big extra- extravagant seat. A dining chair with maybe just the arms, like the ones you might get around Auntie Jones' house. Oh, nice little Slightly posh uh, yeah. dining chair. All right. Well, but one that's been weathered a bit. It might be. Might be exactly that up there. Father and Sundays present Things You Didn't Know That Happened Ages Ago Adolf Hitler suffered from chronic gas. His extreme diet and stomach problems made life difficult for his dinner guests. According to medical reports, he had numerous prescriptions to try and alleviate his continuous farting. Right, so we've talked a little bit about what sort of character, like the character of Edinburgh and how much we like that and how dramatic it is as a city. And by character you mean like what it's like, not like Winnie the Pooh. Eh? Like a character like Winnie the Pooh or Scooby-Doo or something like that. No, it's a character within itself. You talked about... If it was a character, like London was another character, and what do you think it would be like? What's the person of Edinburgh? Wow. Um, if it was a person. I feel like if I answer that question or start down that road, it might start coming. Um, I reckon they're quite tall. Yeah. Red yeah. hair. Yeah. Strong Scottish accent. Yeah. They're quite broad, I reckon. Yeah. So you're just talking Big about fella. a stereotypical Scotsman? No, I'm talking about someone based on the city. Well, they're being it's more quite hilly. But they'd be more cosmopolitan, wouldn't they? Because it's a city and, and lots of different cultures and lots of different uh, people from abroad and that go there to the universities and that. So the actual, it's a cultural city. You've got the fringe, you've got... So funny, funny people. Yeah, yeah. Sense, really, a good sense of humour. It's a comedian. Yeah. 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 
Um, but also, where's David Tennant from? Hey, well, he's from Scotland. I don't think he's from Edinburgh. No, he's not, is he? Okay. Sean Connery, I think, was. Yeah, so he's also a Bond. He uh, he plays James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Dolly the Sheep. Wasn't Dolly the Sheep Scottish? Uh, what? Well... Was that was that done in Edinburgh? Dolly the Sheep, though. Yeah. Um, Dolly the Sheep just matches the same as whatever uh, the actual original sheep was. Yeah, but she's... I can't remember the name of the original sheep. She was from Edinburgh, surely. Surely I read that somewhere. If, if the <laughs> sheep was taken from somewhere like Wales, but yeah. the clone was made in Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Surely the cl- surely the clone would be Scottish. Well, yeah, because if it was actually made in that particular... Uh, it's like it's like you, right? Well, it's a, it's a dual citizenship, isn't it? So so me and your mum born in England... That doesn't work anymore. It doesn't matter. If you're, it, when you're born somewhere, to Wales, it doesn't make you an automatic citizen. you were born in Wales, right? But by two English parents that then came back to England, would that mean you were Welsh? No. So what? No, it doesn't. So that makes the you born well because they changed that because it used to be that you'd have citizenship of wherever you were born. Yeah. But that isn't the case anymore. Oh right, okay. It's based on your parents. Oh right, I didn't know that. But that that I don't know where we're going with this. Really, you started that off, and that threw me completely. What sort of person would be Edinburgh? What sort of person would be London? A London would be a, a someone Flat who's cap. a bit up at their short. I reckon London is short. Short, really? Yeah, short. But has the personality of all right, geezer, and thinks they're a bit bigger than they are. Oh right, okay, and not funny. Um, think funny in the certain crowd, but it's funny because they make fun of other people. Oh, so not the really nice, not sophisticated humour. No, no. Okay, and we're basing the sense of humour for the Scottish on the fact that the fringe is up there, which is probably. The majority of the people in the fringe are not Scottish. And also the hills. And the hills. Oh, my <laughs> God. This just doesn't make no sense whatsoever. Right. Okay. So the, the, we, we the rolling a, hills, like rolling on the floor laughing. Oh, man. You're reaching big time now with this. I don't know yeah. where you're going for. I don't know what. Okay. Irish. What you would Irish then. person be? No, we're talking about cities, Dad. All right. Okay. Dublin. Never been there. So I don't know. Okay. Uh, Cardiff. Never been there. Don't know. Okay, Paris. Uh, never been there. Don't know. Uh, where? What city, cities? Capital cities? Have you been to? London, Edinburgh. That's it. Yeah, I think you're lying. You've been abroad. Oh no, I've been to Brussels. Brussels. No, I haven't. Oh um, dear. No, I have. I might have. Oh, I've been to Amsterdam. All right. Okay, but that's you know. Anyway, look, Edinburgh. So beautiful place. A uh, dramatic place, um, full of culture, full of fun with the fringe being and there. And stairs. And lots and lots of steps everywhere, yeah. Um, just to, it's got that sort of buzz about the city that mm. London, I, I love about London, that I love about most cities. Because I prefer of just Edinburgh got, to London. Do you? Yeah. I become over, place. I to, become overwhelmed in London. And there's too much going on, uh, and it's too big. Edinburgh, like you said, is a smaller place, and 
I, I don't feel as overwhelmed when I'm in Edinburgh, apart from the fact that the bus drivers um, Very, oh. are sometimes grumpy. But I think it's mainly when we're there... Not because of us personally, but because there's a lot of people there and they're very busy because we only ever go to the Edinburgh Marathon yeah. Festival. Yeah, that's true. And they're grumpy because of the amount of English yeah, people coming there going. Yeah, I ended up walking an extra five, five and works. a half miles because I had a bit of a disagreement with a bus driver at Musselburgh after I'd run a half marathon and when I had to get to my eight mile stint of the uh, relay. Yes, it, was, it wasn't really what I wanted to do, and it was starting to get very hot, but yes. But saying that, the next bus driver I saw, nice f- fella, friendly. And the one after that was quite a friendly bloke and there was no problems with. So, you know, you get them everywhere. Let's face it, we know in London people can be very, very rude in London. To yeah, but they're people. very busy, aren't they? Yeah, this is true. Um, so, I've never been up for the Fringe. I think that would be an amazing time to go up there. I know people that do go up there. You see all sorts of things going on, and it's just sort of alive then, I think. Um, other things about Edinburgh? Well, we don't tend to taste the local, local cuisine when we go to anywhere. And I would say that probably Scotland as a whole, tell you what, if you go to somewhere like Edinburgh, you're going to have a lot of restaurants. We They're should, not going to be we traditional should, Scottish food. We should definitely go to Italy because we definitely would eat local cuisine there. Well, we would, although when you go to Italy, it's a lot different to a lot of the stuff we actually eat, which we love Italian anyway. So that's why we've got a pizza oven there. Um, but have you ever had haggis? No. Have you not ever tasted it? No. What about... I ran the Hairy Haggis Relay, though. You did run the Hairy Haggis Relay, and well done to you for doing that. Thanks. Um, Well done to you, too. Thank you very much. What about... Now, obviously, we... When people start talking about food in Scotland, one of the things they straight away talk about is haggis. How much these? Bless you. Thank you. And then... (laughs) Sorry. What's the next thing that people will say if you talk about cuisine up in Scotland? Deep fried Mars bars. Right. Deep Deep fried Mars bars. Now, there's a bit... I'm a bit confused about this because I thought that 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 was a proper thing. Then when I went up to and I'm and I'm very aware that Edinburgh is a capital of Scotland, but is just a part of Scotland, and obviously elsewhere there might be very different things happening. But I sort of started to believe there that that was a kind of a myth, and that yes, you could get them, but it was really for tourists. It wasn't particularly a thing um, that they actually did. But then I did go to some places that did deep fried other things so for i think pizza was something that was deep fried once it's uh, you know uh, once it'd been cooked once which seemed really odd as well but when i started looking through the food there that did come up that uh the the fact that um deep fried mars bars it said a concept that was invented in 1992 by a man named john davy in a haven chip Bar in Stonehaven near Aberdeen. The famous European chocolate bar is battered with a mixture of flour, eggs, and milk, then deep fried, resulting in melted chocolate enveloped in crispy batter. Um, and it's apparently sold throughout Scotland in the chippies. Now, so that again, that brings it back in. So it probably is a thing. But would you want that? Would you try that? I'd like to try it, yeah. yeah. I think I would try it. Would you? I don't know. See, I like batter, but I don't know whether it's something the sweet and that with it 
whether that would work. Although people have, you have a sort of pineapple have a fritters and things like that. Corn dogs, you had them when we were in the States there, but you didn't like those particularly. Um, I liked about half of it, and then by about halfway through, you're like, this is too much, and you give up. Oh, right. It was um, it was weirdly sweet, a corn dog, I found. I didn't what? expect it to be so sweet. Oh, right. I'd have thought it would be sort of just, you got the hot dog, which is a hot dog, and then it would just be a crispy out into it. Like, I didn't think it would have much flavour to it, but I remember you not being quite as impressed as you'd hoped to have been. Churros, on the other hand, loved them. Lovely. Not particularly Scottish, but there you go. Or American, more so Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, quite. Um, Stovies. A common appetizer found throughout Scotland, Stovies is a, or Stovies it might be, is a meat and potato based dish that serves as a starter or an accompanying dish in many restaurants and pubs throughout the country. Made by combining potatoes, sausages, roast and minced meat and spices and cooked everything all in one pot. Stovies or Stovies is the perfect traditional Scottish food to try during the cold winter months. That's now, quite nice actually. It does, but I seem to remember... I've seen this, and you know I liked all my food to be uh, burnt to a, within a yeah millimetre of its life. Um, it's already dead a lot of the time. Yeah. This seemed to be that you're really boiling the sausages as opposed to grilling them or frying them or oven cooking them like that, so they don't crisp up. Now, I'm very much a fan of crisping up. And although the actual sound of stovies sounds, all the ingredients sound right, I'm not sure. Because, I, I mean, what I might if? have just seen a particular one. They look quite pallid, quite um, just pink, like almost, not raw, but almost like that. And didn't seem very appetising, but apparently tastes incredible. Well, maybe you'd like it then. Maybe you take it and then you fry it. Well, uh, not make a little patty out of it. Little patty out of the whole thing it. and fry it, and then make it sort of a a little burger like substance. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. It well, it could do. Neeps and tatties, which I think is one of the best named um, foods there are. I mean, that they certainly have got better names for their stuff than we have. Uh, often accompanying the national disc of haggis, neeps and tatties are made from root vegetables that have been boiled and mashed into two delicious side dishes. When served along haggis, served alongside haggis even, the meal is in entirety is called a burn supper. Healthy and delicious, neeps and tatties is just another name for potatoes and turnips and can be found featured in many different kinds of Scottish dishes. If you say see something on there that says potatoes and turnips, doesn't say sound anything no. like neeps and tatties. I'm much rather neeps go for and some, tatties. Yeah, I'm. St- I'm not going to do it. I I do apologise because I think on one of the stings I may have attempted a Scottish accent and it didn't go quite as I'd expected it, and ended up more Eastern European. Um, but right, you know, okay. I gave it a go. No, I wasn't trying to in- insult West Country. Anybody. Not West Country, no, it went a different direction. In fact, ever since I tried to do um, an accent uh, or we've done a vampire episode, most of my accents now have veered towards Eastern European or Transylvanian. So, you know, I seem to go on one route and then stop. the vampire episode? That was someone completely different, that wasn't you. No, no, I did... did, um, We did muck about and do the voices, though, didn't we? Oh, you were talking about... uh, Brad the Inhaler, yeah, he would, he did his own thing. But, yeah, we did try the accents as well, didn't yeah. we? So. Yeah, I guess so. 
Yes. So, you know, the... Iron Brew. Iron Brew. Iron Brew. That's one of your favourites, isn't it? Yep. I like Iron Brew. It's really nice. It is. Um, don't know what flavour it is. You don't know what flavour it is. No, what flavour is Iron Brew? Uh, I don't know. It's sort of... It's got a bit of an orangey taste to no, it. No, not really, though, is I mean, it? It's orangey in colour. Yeah. And you're assuming it's an orangey but taste, uh, but it's uh, not Iron Brew's been in... Well, it's been sold all around the country for a long, long while. You can get that anywhere now. I'll tell you what, you can get you can get it anywhere. Um, it's never as prevalent as when you're in Scotland and you have a look in. There's almost some sometimes an entire aisle de- dedicated to Iron Brew, it appears. Mm. And that's not me like generalising, Gen- genuinely. Um, and you might think, oh, there's not that much Iron Brew around. But genuinely, if you're... In Scotland, and you come down to England, and something you try and look for Iron Brew, you will not see it as prevalent no, I, I, I as I thought uh, it was fairly well. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, everywhere. If there. you go to test, uh, if we go to Sainsbury's now, if we were to go there now, yes, there would be Iron Brew there, yeah. and yes, there would be like the Iron Brew and the Iron Brew Extra and a bottle of Iron Brew and stuff like that. However, it's not stocked as heavily, so there'll be like one line of it rather than like two lines of it. Whereas in Scotland, you'll get two lines of it, and then you also get different size bottles and different size cans you'll probably have less options here than you would in Scotland oh yeah because you you ended up drinking uh, like twice your own body oh, weight did, in I did drink too much Iron Brew the last brew. time it's only Just because we get bought it from... cans but then I got home one day and then didn't have a can definitely should have drunk more than what I did and then you had to drink three cans and then cans I had to drink three cans in the last day yeah nice I did feel a bit sick after that though yeah. So look, from your last visit to Edinburgh, then what are your what are your lasting memories from from that? What what did you really love about it, and what didn't you love about it so much? I loved the landscape. I loved looking up at Arthur's Seat because we were actually staying really quite close to Arthur's oh, Seat. Oh, we had an excellent place, didn't and, we? And yeah. um, didn't even mean to because it got cancelled last yeah. minute. Our other one, and then we ended up there. Uh, yeah, really good scenery. Um, we didn't actually venture into the city quite as much as we have done previously, though I've seen a lot of the city, but I do really like it. So going back, um, what about your runs? Runs were tough. I always loved the 10k um, at half a seat because you climb up half a seat, like run up half a seat um, for about, I want to say about three and a half kilometers, maybe four. You're pretty much going uphill most of that way. Yeah, the not first quite half as steep. It, it does kind yeah. of settle down, but it's not really downhill until the like the fourth kilometre. And the fourth kilometre, you run downhill, and you just let it take you. Sometimes too much is the way. But I just enjoy that. You were I like just endless love chicken it. coming out. I was well because I was running with broken ribs. I yeah, was quite. <laughs> I was yeah, idiot. Was quite worried anyway. And I ran the 10k with you, didn't I? We stayed together. And then when we got to that bit and it's really steep going downhill, you just went nuts. And I was really worried that at one stage you just, if you tripped up then, you'd have been in big trouble. Yeah, but it was fun. It was good fun, but rather worrying at the same time. So, But no, that was good. That was good to do do that together. And then uh, I did the 5k, didn't I, with uh, your mum. Your mum. And your sister. Um, and then... And... Um, Jane. No, Jane did the 10, 10K, 10K, 10K with, with us. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, on the Sunday, we went off and uh, 
I'd survived two races on the Saturday, so I went and done the half marathon, which we only found out uh, hours like uh, the previous evening, you know, right into the evening, we found out it was in a completely different place to where we thought the start was. But the start was closer to where we were. Closer staying. to where we were. So I went up there and uh, started the, the half marathon, done that. But meantime, you were all getting set up, weren't you, for the relay that we were going to do. And uh, Sam, we who's a friend, friend of the podcast, Sam, um, he ran his first marathon, as did um, Rob, my brother in law, uh, Rob. Or uh, rib, rib, as, 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 as you can refer to, which I thought was just taking the mickey out of me. But yes, and that was hard work, uh, but really good fun. So, what'd you rate out of seven? The trip, trip out of seven, eight. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. out of seven. Yeah. Oh, six. All oh, right. I okay. think it. You know, I I wasn't feeling very. very the, the airport was quite acute, and end. the airport was a bit of a stressful environment when we came back because of the baggage handling and the security and not having enough people in there. So, yeah, that was a bit, and and the pressure on a plane. What I'd forgotten and about too, drinking too many iron brews. Too many iron brews. <laughs> pressure on a plane when you've got broken ribs is no fun because you feel you tighten and tighten, and it was quite painful. So I'd yeah. have to rethink that next time. Don't break your ribs next time. All right, I won't do that then. And now a word from our sponsors. I thought you were going to do that in a Scottish accent. I was really trying, but it wasn't coming out that right. Shall I give it another go? Go for it. And now a word from our sponsors. No, you shouldn't have worried. <laughs> Say hello to the deep fried guys, frying things is our game. If you love deep fried stuff, you better remember our name. Have a look at our deep fried menu, have you noticed it's deep fried too? All things served by our deep fried waiters, lovingly prepare for you. Jaffa cakes, we just fry them. Pringles, fry them too. Pasta bake. Sit and eat at our deep fried tables Take a seat on our deep fried chairs Bring some friends for a deep fried party Deep fried tapas for those who share Maltesers We will fry them Lasagna Fry them tonight Boiled eggs Fry them, try them Chicken tikka Deep fried delight The deep fried guys Nobody does it better Okay, so so it's good 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 game time. Yeah. Um, in case you're unaware, it's a bit where we play a game. Yes, for self-explanatory. Why are you asking? Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, I uh, wasn't so talking this, to you. I was talking uh, to people asking. Okay. Um, <laughs> this week, I thought I'd sort of shake it up a little bit, and we've got a multiple. Not the uh, Disney show, choice. Shake It Up. Uh, no. Uh, quiz called Okai the New Quiz. Right. Um, it's 10 questions, multiple choice. Away we go. Oh, but before we do... Ooh, I've whacked the mic. Whack, whack the, the mic. mic. Whack <laughs> the mic. Play my sting. 
know a haggis from a deep fried Mars bar? Do you know Lulu from Isla Sinclair? This week's quiz will test your knowledge. This week's quiz I'm about to share. What a lovely sting. Yeah, and I do apologise for the accent. It didn't quite work out. Okay, you ready for this? <laughs> okay, are you ready for this? Uh, no. Okay, I'll do it anyway. Okay. Question one. Sir Niels Olaf III is a Norwegian living in Edinburgh and has had a knighthood handed down through three generations, also receiving a military promotion in 2016. But what is unusual about Sir Olaf? Is he A, a penguin? I was waiting for it to be uh, snow-themed. Is it B, the only woman to be a Sir? Or is it C, he's a fictional character? He's a fictional character, C. You're going for C, he's a fictional character. Sir Niels Olaf III is in fact a penguin. Amazing. Does he live at Edinburgh Zoo? He does. He's, he's a Norwegian Kingsguard mascot. I've probably seen him. And basically, and I mean, they, they, he got a knighthood and, and the generations have come down. He's I always went, had a mascot and he's always been, had had a knighthood. So incredible. I went to Edinburgh Zoo last, uh, well, They've the only time in 2018. There. Yeah. So I probably saw him. He might have. We did the previous time. There's loads of penguins there. In fact, it's very penguin heavy. You no, you did the um, penguin heavy. Yeah, you did. Um, you went in 2018 as well. Uh, you went the day before us. Oh, did we? Yeah. All oh, right. Because there was a panda there. <coughs> was there? Yeah. Yes, it was. Question two. But Eddie. no other animals apparently. No, I didn't see any other animals because <laughs> they were all hidden or they didn't have them. Um, question. That's a really. A that's because they're part time. Zoo as well. I thought yeah, Culture's zoo, zoo was hilly, but that's big time. There's hilly. one point I got a picture of Becky standing on a hill, and she's almost like if you line it up so like the fence is and the floor is, she's like at a 45 degree angle. Like um, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Doing smooth criminal. Question two: Edinburgh is the home to the first ever what? A. McGregs. B. Police station. C. Fire station. Did you say McGregs? Yes. As in like a McDonald's and Greg's combo? Yeah. Um, police station or fire station, the other two? Yeah. Um, police station, because of Scotland Yard. Oh, nice little tie in there. No. All right. <laughs> Edinburgh is the home to the first ever fire station. See, Scotland Yard, I was linking it to London. Yeah, no, I got, I got like why that, you did it, wasn't it? But, yeah, you're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> right, question three. But Greg's is your own creation, Which though, of yeah? these delicacies was invented in Edinburgh? A, Jaffa Cakes. B, Gummy Bears. C, Sherbet Dib Dabs. B, Gummy Bears. You're thinking B. Gummy bears. It is, in fact, A, Jaffa Cakes were invented by McVitie's, who were based in Edinburgh. Or but were the, at the time. but the, the thing that's, that, that's, yeah, were at the time, I guess, because you got the guy who, um, he's all made in Chelsea, is the heir to the McVitie's 
Oh, he is, isn't he? Thing. Yeah. So I just assume maybe that'll be a. Well, it's. I mean, all this is up for London for thing, argument because I, I, you know, Vitty's I'm often wrong, but so far you've got none right. Question four. That's open to argument. What is the national animal of Scotland? Is it A. A lion? Is it B. A unicorn? Or is it C. A badger? It's a unicorn. It is a unicorn. Well done. It's on the um, royal situ, isn't it? Yeah, mythical beast as well. What about that? Cryptozoology. Yeah, wow. Go listen time. to episode 68. No, don't listen to that one. Listen to episode 67. <laughs> what episode is Although this? Although we do talk about royalty in episode 68. We do. What episode is this? 69. Nice. <laughs> Question five. There are at least two statues of dogs in Edinburgh. Greyfriars Bobby is one. Yep. But what is the name of the other dog immortalised as a statue? You say at least two. Yeah. Right. So what is the name of the other dog? We can't guarantee there's not more. Immortalised as a statue. Yeah, but it's a specific one to a dog. I mean, it might be dogs in other statues, but this is specifically... Right, but but there might be someone like got a statue of a dog in their garden. Yeah, but I'm talking about famous... Right. Right. <sighs> I feel like I've got to read this again now. There are at least two statues of dogs in Edinburgh. Greyfires Bobby is one, but what was the name of the other dog immortalised as a statue? Is it A, Willie? Is it B, Fufu? Or is it C, Bum? Willie. It is in fact Bum. What? <laughs> I've got I a thought feeling. Willie was the only one that would be a name. No, but, but Fufu is bum. obviously for the, the rude bit of a woman. <laughs> rude bit of a woman. <laughs> front bottom. Um, front no, bum. It's bum. Front bum. But it's bum because I, I believe it's it's like something to do with something over in America as well. And, and there's They've a statue. They've got a dog called there. Fanny. Bum. In, a, anyway, in America. I got that one wrong. You got that one wrong. You did. Oh. Question six. 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 What's the sitch? <laughs> Which of these six? is a real place stroke road name in Edinburgh? A. Todger Avenue. B. Cockburn Street. C. Back Alley. Cockburn Street. It is correct. It's B. Cockburn Street. Question seven. Edinburgh wasn't always the capital of Scotland. Every time you say Edinburgh, it comes I up different. Know, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Edinburgh wasn't always the capital of Scotland. Which of these was? Was it A, scone, B, donut, or C, shortbread? Scone. That is correct. It was called scone before it was called... Oh, no, sorry. Scone was the capital of Scotland before Edinburgh. Is that where scones come from? Maybe. But the thing that leads me with that, because I was really thrown off because I was thinking well, it won't be the stupid ones, but then the last one was a stupid one, bum, and that was an answer. So Exactly. Question eight. The famous Royal Mile is how long? Did the people touch the bum like they touched Greyfriars Gofri- Gofri- Bobby? Maybe. Greyfriars Bobby? Greyfriars Bobby, yeah. yeah. Uh, Got the wrong colour, gold for us. <laughs> question eight. The famous Royal Mile is how long? Is it A, one mile three yards long? Is it B, one mile seven yards long? Or is it C, one mile nine yards long? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> one mile nine yards long. One mile yo-yo long, long. 
What's going on? What's happening? Uh, I've got to say Edinburgh again in a minute as no, well. I was young. <laughs> um, was it three, five, or nine? So it's 1.3, 1.7, or 1.9? It is, in fact, 1.7 yards. One mile, seven yards. Sorry about that. Question nine, the penultimate question. At 1pm, six days a week, what is shot from Edinburgh Castle? Is it A, a haggis? Is it B, a sporran? Or is it C, a cannon shot? You go for a sporran because I don't always... You don't know what a sporran is? No. Right, well, that's incorrect. It's a cannon shot, so they fire the cannon at 1pm. At what? Just generally out. If you're right. in the way, you're in the way. <laughs> um, a sporran is what's on the front of a kilt. Oh, right, then I wouldn't have gone for that. Wow. I didn't, Can I, I change it to know. cannon shot? No. Um, and your last question. Question 10. What was kept in the flat above a bakery near Fish Market close near Fish Market close in Edinburgh before the baker complained? What was kept in the flat above a bakery near Fish Market close in Edinburgh before the baker complained? Was it A Sir Olaf the Third? Was it B a baby hippo? Or was it C an elephant? A baby hippo. So close and yet so far. It was actually an elephant that had been upstairs. Kept upstairs, yeah, and they complained. Fair um, enough, they complained. Yeah, they I'd complained. Complain about the baby hippo as well. Had to be had to be moved. So there you go. Well, strong floors though. Very strong floors for it to be able to be up there, but that was the case, I'm afraid. But there you go. That's your. That's the end of my little Scottish Edinburgh quiz. You didn't do brilliantly on that, but there were some weird questions within that anyway, so I'll let you off for that. Thank you for letting me off. Thanks. Yeah, I think it's... Um, we've got a lot of love for Edinburgh. We've got a lot of time for it. I think we'll be back as well, won't we? We will be back. Unfortunately, next year, the Edinburgh Festival is the weekend before the Thursday that your younger sister gets married. So, so I think they need to move the wedding. So it's... <laughs> oh, I don't think that'll happen. But, so there's there's already been some sort of talk about whether we should go up there or not, or whether it's too close to the wedding. But we'll see. It may not be the uh, trip that we might have done normally, but it'll be a shame not to go and see our you friends in, be in the very far north. Us. They're not there that far be, north. There may be, yeah, maybe just Because if of us. you say... In the far north, in most other countries, they'd be like, "Well, it's a long way." Well, I meant for the British Isles, and for even us, Edinburgh, like down the road, in far north of Scotland. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's further north than we are. But it, no, beautiful place, beautiful people, so friendly, so uh, I just feel. The atmosphere. I mean, we go specifically for something up there. I was a bit gutted about the the lawnmower that wasn't there. Last oh, you yeah, quite like the remote lawnmower that Not goes the remote, up and down the on the mountain. Well, yeah, okay, the automatic uh, lawnmower that goes up and down on the mound, and it was 
in its little shed, wasn't it, in a little, little house? Or was it just not there at all? No, I think it was in that little locked-up house up the top. Mm. So, yeah, you like that, don't you? Maybe it's because of the time of day. Maybe. Because we went there more so the evening. Maybe. Bella Italia always does well that weekend, don't they? They do. Well, you have to eat lots of, well, getting your carbohydrates and everything, so a lot of pasta's eaten over that weekend, I imagine. So, yes, we usually go out and have that sort of meal. But perhaps if we go up there, we should... Try and seek out something a little bit different next time. Maybe after the race. Yeah. Because I don't think we could do it before the race still. No. But after, after the race, race, we'll we'll try and find somewhere. Like, like a, a deep, fried Mar- deep fried Mars bar. Yeah. To have. From the deep fried guys. Served with uh, iron brew. Do you reckon if you frozen a cube of iron brew, you could potentially, if you did it fast enough, deep fry it? I have no idea. I don't think you could because I think the intensity of the deep frying... Would explode it would just it almost evaporate straight away. Give it a go. Try it in your pizza oven. No. Do you know how hot my pizza oven gets? Go on. Up to like five hundred degrees. Wow. Yes, Think what we could burn in that. Pizza. Be great. <laughs> yeah, I still can't work out yeah, how you'd have you wouldn't just stuff. have pizzas that were on fire. But you you know, I, I'm looking forward to be proven wrong and that have some delicious Pizza served like seven days a week. That's so, a lot of pizza. It is a lot of pizza, but why get, the why get a pizza oven if you're not going to use it? The dough's going to take up quite a lot of time. Anyway, that's the end of our podcast, I think, because we're is. going too much. Can I just say, I realise I don't say this, thank you for everybody that listens to the podcast. We do appreciate it. We do pe- appreciate people keep listening to it. I know... You know, we talk a lot of drivel on these, but thanks for sticking with us, and uh, it's very much appreciated. Yeah. If you want to show your appreciation appreciation to us, you can do so via message. You can do that on the app. Uh, not the app. <laughs> Sorry, that's um, that's my work brain coming into play there, about to promote the app on the website to you. Right, you can do that via our website, um, you can go on the contact page and then you can leave a message on there. You can leave a comment, question, complaint, suggestion, uh, just anything else. You can notify that you'd like us to read it on the podcast or you can specify that you'd rather us not read it on the podcast. There's an option for that. Also, you can support us by um, using the shop on the store and buying some bits to help support the podcast. But also there's adverts that you may have noticed. They help support the podcast too, so... Just trying to ignore them if you can. If you don't want to listen to them, if you want to listen to them, that's fine. Also, you can go on the website, fatherandsundays.com, uh, and you can also get all the episodes on there. It also links to all the different podcast platforms because we're on pretty much all the pop, uh, all the platforms you'd want. Uh, blog posts on the website as well. But you can also rate the podcast on your chosen podcast platform, like Spotify or iTunes. And lastly, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can like and share us on all of those and and follow us as well. That would be good. And then you can also uh, message us in there if you so wish to. Okay. I'm sure we'll spill over. I suppose all that's left for us to say is goodbye and good night. All right. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.